Yo, mates, Cheeky Volley, episode 21, Australian Open preview. What's up, Asher? What's up? How you doing, mate? Happy New Year, bro. Thanks, man. All right, so we have we have your mate joining us today, Sebastian. Yep, right? my guy, my guy, Sebastian. Hi, how are you? What's up, man? How you doing? Good. So, Sebastian, you're you're Norwegian, right? That's right. All right. So, firstly, before we get into the Australian Open discussion. Any thoughts on Nor- Norway's performance two weeks ago in the ATP Cup, the debut ATP Cup in Australia? I think they did it better than expected. Anyone had expected two two wins in in the single by Kasparud and beating the United States in doubles. You, you can't complain about that. Yeah, big big win over John Isner. That's right. Straight sets. Uh, two sets, yes. Yeah. Asher, any any thoughts generally on ATP Cup? Also, wait, do we know for sure is this is the is the point of this to entirely phase out Davis Cup, or is this supposed to happen kind of in tandem? Well, it's it's a bit silly right now because you have the Davis Cup in November, which has almost the exact same format, and then six weeks later you have uh, the ATP Cup. So a lot of the players complain that there's no reason to have two of the same tournament <laughs> in, uh, in a row. I think I think this is a better timing for it. Okay. Because uh, at the end of the season, everyone's pretty tired, but uh, hopefully they, they'll manage to combine it in some way and, and keep it at this time. Uh, it, it was a great tournament. The, the atmosphere seemed amazing, and you, you got most of the big names in, uh, playing. Uh, amazing final, Nadal, Nadal Djokovic. Yeah, I thought there were some serious quality matchups, really good points. I mean, I'm a bit concerned that it did, did seem like top guys were playing pretty hard, maybe doing that. You know, two weeks before Australia, I'm not sure if that's the best prep. Like Federer used to play Hopman Cup normally. Oh, or uh, the Kuyong, the Kuyong Classic. Oh, Kuyong Classic. <laughs> All right. So my main takeaway from ATP Cup, I think it's a pretty good tournament, but if it's, it's one, one thing I've learned from this is that Kyrgios thrives in the team environment. Mm. And I, I, I think we should, we should talk about that when we look at his his section of the draw. But yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, bit. I, I have some I have some curious takes. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Australian Open. Asher, I think we've spoken about this a lot. But any, do we have any insight this year on how the surface is playing relative to how it historically plays? Well, the big uh, the big difference this year might be the the air quality. Um, I have no idea how that's going to affect things. Who's uh, immune to this or or not? Um, Maybe we'll see Joker doing the uh, the 2007 the when he the 2000 of, <laughs> <laughs> where he he really showed he had de- uh, breathing problems. He claims it was a deviated septum, but who knows? Yeah, uh, <laughs> who knows? I think I think uh, Roddick once said uh, at the 2008 U.S. Open that either he's the toughest guy in sports history or there's just. <laughs> He's making a, a big deal. He made, he's making a big deal out of it. Okay, now suggesting the surface. Yeah, we've talked about this a lot. Um, I think the surface where well, it changed in 2008 from the the rebound ace, which is the slow, sticky surface, to the the plexi cushion, the blue one. Um, and then it changed a lot in, and it, it kind of was getting gradually quicker, which is the opposite trend to what it, what what it is in the rest of the tour, where everything has been getting slower. And then in 2017, when Federer played Nadal three years ago in the final, it was really quick. I think it was one of the quickest uh, majors that I've seen. And then it was the same level in 2018. And then last year, the, the surface was the same, but they changed the balls. They went from the Wilson to the Dunlop. 
And I know you spoke to um, uh, a guy, Jean-Julien uh, Roher, in, yep. in Miami just before the tournament when, when you were also scoping out uh, Sir Andy Murray's recovery. <laughs> that, and then he, he, he made a big deal that the balls were really weird. And I think last year when, when the balls were new, they were, the court was playing kind of quick. But then sort of the two, three games before they changed the new balls, the balls were kind of dying a bit. So, yeah, so Federer didn't like it as much as he did the last two years. He lost to Sitsipas in round four. I think, from what I understand, there's no difference this year, but uh, we'll have to see in the in the first week how, how how the conditions are playing different. Another question I wanted to ask you, and you and I spoke about this briefly the other day. This draw is pretty hectic. No one really has a good section of draw. I mean, for what it's worth, I think it's poss- potentially maybe the best draw Federer could have asked for, but... Mm. Any? Can you comment a bit on why I think we're at a point in, in we're we're at a stage in tennis right now, given what's happened over the last two years with players breaking into top twenty, in the top ten of why the draw is so competitive at the moment? Yeah, I think just uh, second half of last year, we we finally got some guys who who were ready to take on the big the big three and actually beat them. So well, the three main guys are Medvedev. Uh, Pass and um, Dominic Team. So yeah, we had we had those we had those three guys. Um, Sebastian and I went to the O2 final, saw Dominic Team and and Pass play a great match. Uh, they had beaten some big names earlier on in the tournament. So yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like the the momentum from that, and especially Medvedev almost uh, taking Rafa at the at the U.S. Open means that these three guys, if they're playing their best, they they're definitely more than capable of um, taking out sort of Nadal, Federer, or or Novak. But we've got Casper uh, Ruud potentially as well. Oh yeah, no. So I, I have a couple thoughts on on his his section of the draw. But fires before we get into the first round, there seems to be pretty clear consensus that the air quality is pretty poor right now. I feel like this is going to cause this is going to be a, a dramatic tournament. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think so. The, the Australian Open is normally pretty interesting in that. I think historically it's, it's it's popped up with the most surprises. I think we we talked about this last year as well. Like you got Gonzalez one year, Verdasco one year, um, Songa, Songa, like Gaddis. and then and then last few years, last year last year who do we have? Luca Pui and uh, <laughs> and then the year before we had uh, Dan. Uh, no, what's his name? The, the English guy, Kyle Edmund. Man, Lucas Pui, I think is this permanently just trying to find his form. Like he, I, I don't know. I, Super optimistic about him. It's it's disappointing. It you just can't seem to find a consistent you know six seven month period of good good performance. Yeah, it's bizarre. He he has all the tools, but it's um, I I don't know what it is. Or I think he should be he should be a consistent top ten player. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Incredible. Yeah. All right. So first round matchups. I think there's some pretty unreal first rounds. Uh, just to go over a few of them. Medvedev Tiafo. Yeah. First round on a Grand Slam. I mean, Medvedev should win that, right? I don't think there's any doubt that that should be... Yeah, yeah straight sets. Straight <laughs> but sets. It's, it's, it's it a could good go match, to yeah. four. You never know, but it's still an exciting match. Yeah. Um, David Goffin and Jeremy Shardy. I see that going five. Yeah. Team Manorino, I think, is a tricky first round. Team should win in straight, but I could see that going four. Possibly a sketchy fourth set tie break leading to a fifth, or you know, team decides to win six four six four six four. 
Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see how the how team does with these uh, these courts because, like I said, the ball starts dying out when they when they get slightly older, and this is a guy who absolutely rips it. And then if mm-hmm. and then if his if his ripping isn't getting the ball through the court, then he he could struggle. And also, Manorino has this uh, this weird sketch game with the short backswing. <laughs> Yeah, and I just have a feeling something with the air quality. This match, this this could turn into a pretty 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 dramatic match. Um, 2017 U.S. Open, I think it was the second or the third round. Manorino and team played. Alex and I went to that match. It was on the grandstand, and right before team served, I yelled out a cheeky "Let's go, Manorino!" And team <laughs> team just stopped his service motion and turned and looked at me. Just stared at me. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a classic. So we got. We got a lot of I got a lot of beef with Dominic team. John Millman versus Ugo Umber. First oh, round. Cool. Yeah, good form. Good form. Won a tournament yesterday. First ATP tournament beat uh, Benoit Pair in a solid three set match. I, I think that's going to be a five setter. I think France just produces like so many solid players, right? Just solid top. I think he's just going to oh, be solid God. top fifty for like the next ten years. I think he could be top twenty five. Top twenty five. Yeah, he could have like a Gilles Simon type career, like a couple yeah. of years in top fifteen, top ten. I think one of the best first round matches, though, is going to be our boy, Feli Lopez, versus our other boy, Bacala. <laughs> the, 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 the battle of the, the, the Spaniards. Yeah, it's a good one. It's, that'll be a good match. Uh, Kabir, your, 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 your boy has got a much better draw this, uh, this tournament. Your boy, Prajnesh Gunasvatan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got Joker in the second round. He's got, yeah, if that, that is if he gets past, like, Tatsuma Ito. He, he luckily got in. He, he got he's that nice lucky, lucky loser. Uh, he's a lucky, lucky loser, loser, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Asher, any thoughts on your boy, Lloyd Harris? <laughs> Lloyd Harris? Who is so, he playing? He's got, he's got a pretty good... When it, again, think of, like, first-round Grand Slam matches... I feel like his first round against Diego Schwartzman could be pretty good. Yeah, Schwartzman, he's uh, he's really solid for a guy who's five foot seven. It's an amazing achievement, like being top fifteen for like five six years. If he was six two, he'd be top four in the world. Oh yeah, his ground strokes are like as he's good one as of, like, he, like one of the most explosive <laughs> players on tour. Right, incredible. Yeah. All right, do we have any thoughts? Oh, wait, so in terms of first round upsets. I think there's a strong chance. You never really know because he's kind of a wild card. But I think there's a decent chance Tetsunato takes out Zverev first round. Oh, yeah, Zverev, Zverev, is, uh, like we, we always bet against him in the first, uh, in the yeah. first round. So, so my, my projections is Zverev, he's either out in the first round to Tetsunato, second round to Kasper Rud. Kasper Rud, yeah. Sebastian, what do you think about uh, Zverev against uh, Kasper Rud, potentially round two? It's it, as you said. There's not. I don't think there's any draw here. That's very easy. But if, if you're facing world top, what I don't know what Zverev is anymore, but top ten player in the in the first second round, it's not easy. Yeah, it it, it could have been better. But like out of all the top ten players, I think you you want to face Zverev. <laughs> he, he, could have, he, could have, he could have a great day and crush you, or or he's got some sort of life issues that are keeping him. <laughs> Distracted, <laughs> yeah. and if if he gets past Casper Ruud, which I don't think he will, he'll he'll lose third round to either Baslasvili or Verdasco. Mm. Well, I, oh well, it'll go to five sets, and then he'll be done by the fourth round. Yeah, could happen. Could happen. Um, he did have a cheeky comment a day or two ago about Kyrios. I don't know what the context was, but he basically said, I think verbatim was, there's a lot of better players out there than Nick Kyrgios, and I don't think he's a contender to win the, to win the, to win the Australian Open. 
Do we have any uh, any thoughts on that? Uh, so my hot take is that I think <laughs> I think like uh, Kyrgios has been quite emotional in the last like few weeks with the bushfires. He's been doing a lot of fundraising, and I think that's gonna make him focus more. And then he he wants to kind of do this for his country, and so I'm I'm backing him to beat Rafa in in round four. <laughs> but so I think if that match happens, I'm 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 backing him to win that. I feel like it could be a dramatic night match where it goes to four sets. Mm. Maybe the air quality is bad. Nadal looks visibly frustrated, and Kyrgios is just loving it. Right? He's just <laughs> he's just going off of it. But he has to get past Hatchinov, Kachinov in the third round. Yeah, Kachinov very disappointing though. He uh, he lost a lot of matches in in majors last year that he should have, especially coming off his amazing win in Paris at the end of 2018. So let's see if if he can win his first. I mean, it's he should, but yeah, he uh, he had a pretty dreadful 2019. Yeah, so if if we if we just like look at the um, look at the brackets of of the draw, so I think in in section one, I think Rafa didn't actually get that good of a draw. I think his first three rounds are pretty easy, but then he has Kachinov or Kyrgios in round four. Two guys who have given him a lot of trouble. So I think if out of him, Federer and uh, Novak, I think he's most likely to to lose before the quarters. Then if you if you look at section two, so the um, the next quarter finalist, I think. Dominic team should should get through, right? Mm, okay. If he, if he gets past Manorino. If he gets past Manorino, yeah. Uh, section three, Medvedev. I'd be I'd be really surprised if he lost before the quarterfinals. Sebastian, any thoughts on Medvedev? I, I I've seen him play a few times, and and he got to the final in the U.S. Open, I think, last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's probably his his best performance in in, in a major tournament like that. Um, he plays well. Could have a good season. Do you, do you like watching him play? He works hard. <laughs> he, works, he, works <laughs> he, does, he does work very hard. I like watching him against Novak because I can visibly see Novak getting frustrated that a guy oh, is just <laughs> playing exactly the same way as him. <laughs> yeah, and I, I also really enjoyed him playing Rafa because it was a terrible matchup for him. But he's uh, he's very he's a very smart guy on the court. He's like always yeah. looking for solutions. Like he's he's rushing the net. He's slicing. He's just only taking his backhand like down the line. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think when he's playing the the weaker players, he's he's awful to watch because <laughs> he's just <laughs> he's just grinding and moving from side to side. Um, so yeah, against he doesn't the top, he, he doesn't come against the top guys. He's really he's good. Brilliant, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. So you're so you're, you're taking Kyrgios from Nadal in the fourth round. Well, I, I wouldn't bet on it, but uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go for it. Let's go for it. Hot take. Hot, Kyrgios will beat Rafa in round four. <laughs> All right. What about? The other three sections of the draw. Um, right. So section two, we had a team getting through. Uh, section three, Medvedev, I think for sure. Section four, I don't, I don't think Zverev makes it. Um, section four, who, who do you think? Rublev has been in good form. He beat, he beat, uh, he won, he won, uh, what did he win, Sydney? Well, he's won two tournaments, Oakland. right? He won, he, won some, he won something just now, but yeah. his game is super one-dimensional. He just like, just whacks the ball. The way he plays in that one-dimensional, just hitting each ball as hard as he can. Mm. I think he's, one, he's prone to injury. Yeah. I don't know if he could do it for two weeks in a slam. I don't know. They did, they, there was a Federer interview three days ago. They said, if there's one player this year who'll have a breakout year, who will it be? He did say Rublev. I, I think he might be, I think it's because Rublev smashed him at Cincinnati. <laughs> <You're> right, <yeah. laughs> he was playing out of his tree. Covering up, uh, yeah. I think uh, Roger is remembering that one. 
Um, I mean, it, it could be true. I mean, the guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> All right. Section four, who who makes it to the quarterfinals? I think Gaspar Ruud might make it, to be honest. I think he's hey, he, uh, could. He, he could be like the surprise semifinalist even. Before that, real quick, third round, possibly Shapovalov, Dimitrov? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dimitrov's got uh, Alex's favorite player, Juan Ignacio Londero, in yeah, round got- one, but providing he gets through that. It could be that. an interesting first round match. Um, first round, Query, Torich, who all Torich had a miserable 2019. Yeah. Fourth round, I'm going Kyrios Nadal. I'm going with Kyrios, Dimitrov, Federer, Federer. Fourth round, Warinka, Medvedev, Warinka. I think Warinka is getting. Really? Yeah, I think he's going to the. I, I think I think the semis will be Warinka Nadal. Sorry, it's Warinka Nadal or Warinka Kyrgios. I really think Kyrgios has a shot here. Right. And Fedor Djokovic. Yeah. Uh, or it'll be Nadal Medvedev. Nadal Medvedev is the more, I guess, realistic scenario. But mm-hmm. I don't. I, I'm. I'm skeptical. We're gonna see that. Well, yeah, yeah. The Australian Open is uh, is one where there's a surprise semifinalist, right? So I think we should we should stick with um, the the curious stake. I like the idea of Casper Ruud having a breakout tournament, though. Yeah, I think I think Casper could easily get to the semis. I mean, he's, his his draw is not is not bad at all. You know, uh, to me, he's he's a better version of Lucas Puy. Yeah, they have very similar, just very like 21st century modern game, but I think he maybe has a bigger forehand. And uh, we, we, we all know our boy Mats Valander rates him very high. <laughs> <laughs> Mats Valander, he, he's, number, he's in future world number one. <laughs> uh, okay, right. So, so if, if, if we're going with the Australian Open sort of like historical upset, sort of we have to predict kind of surprise semis. So I think top half, uh, sorry, top quarter, Kyrgios. Uh, then, so we got, we, we got Kyrgios, Kasper Ruud. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian, who's exactly. taking that match? Uh, but no, I, th- I think it's going to be Medvedev Kyrgios. I, 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 I think Kasparov can get to the quarters, but I, I'm not sure if he can if he can be Medvedev. That's like a, a really tough match for anyone who's who's like he's he's barely lost a match to a guy who isn't. Yeah, like, no, top. I think I, I think it's a bad matchup. I think um, I think Medvedev would beat Rude in probably straight sets. Especially, I mean, as soon as Medvedev in the second week will be very hard to beat. Yeah. I, in the draw, the only person I think that will do it is Warenka. Yeah. A little bit of a little bit of revenge, maybe, from that U.S. Open, that weird U.S. Open match they had. Yeah. Um, I don't think so at all. I think Medvedev will crush him. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, can Berrettini get to the quarterfinals? If we're thinking another surprise player, I mean, okay, so not a surprise, maybe, because he got to U.S. Open semi, but generally in the conversation of who's a contender, most people wouldn't say Berrettini, but his draw. He could he could get to the quarter. His draw looks looks quite soft, but at the same time, he uh, his game isn't that strong. Like he got to the U.S. Open semis, but that was on the back of a, like a pretty easy draw. I feel like Sebastian is a big Berrettini fan. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him play. <laughs> quality player, quality quality. No player. backhand, no backhand. Yeah, questionable <laughs> questionable backhand. Only four forehands and uh, and slices. We we saw him. I don't I don't think we, we we ever talked about our U.S. Open trip, right? So we we saw Berrettini at the U.S. Open. We were we were quite up close to him. First and, first uh, first row on court seventeen against Popperin, who has an interesting first round against Sanga. Mm. Yeah. 
But yeah, so I, I think I think in the in the bottom half of the draw is Federer, Federer, Novak. I don't see anyone upsetting them. Is this another year of Federer displaying lights out in Australia? And I mean, how how good of a shot does he get? Does he have to get to the second week? I think his draw is it's okay. Who Federer? Yeah. Yeah, Federer, Federer should get to the semis. He should, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should. Yeah. Uh, provided, provided the air quality is uh, is okay. Um, yeah. Oh, but, you know, he. I, I did want to ask you though, if any any impressions on his matchup first round against Steve Johnson. Uh, I think he's going to win in straight sets. <laughs> so he should win in straight. But let's say the air quality is really bad. Can this turn into a, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say this could go, this could be a competitive match because Steve Johnson has no backhand. He's an incredible slice backhand, but that's not enough against Federer. Yeah, yeah, Fed, Federer, never, like, you need, you need to have uh, an all-court game to, to beat him. We're going to see some weird night match, five sets, reminiscent of Federer-Millman, US Open. I don't think so, but interesting thing to think about. Interesting, yeah, yeah. Sitsipas. I know we're we're jumping around a lot here, but there's a lot to cover. So, is he? He's he's been quite vocal about you know feeling ready to win a slam. I think no one would dispute that, right? Yeah, his uh, his draw looks pretty pretty solid. I think I think if he, I think if he plays Novak in uh, in the quarters, um, I think he could. That that that's one where I think he could take. He would have to be. Bobby Bacala in the fourth round. <laughs> if 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 Bacala gets there, yeah. If Bacala gets there, I think he will. He beat Bacala last year when he wasn't as good. I think I think, he, sets, I think yeah. he gets he gets through that. Yeah, he should. Uh, um, that's so, that's going to be an amazing match. So let's say the quarter is Joker Sitsipas. That's going five sets. Yeah. Does Federer then have a have a nice semi against the? A tired guy. A tired guy. I, I, if Sitsipas wins, no, because he's like he he doesn't get tired. I think I think the one of, that's one of the things I noticed at the end of last year is that the, uh, like Medvedev and Sitsipas were like never getting tired. <laughs> Does Sitsipas maybe have the ideal tennis physique? Um, six yeah, four, but he moves like he's six foot. Yeah, that's that's an interesting question because. If you look historically, like Federer, Rafa, Sampras, all six-one, all sort of medium bills, um, so very good athletes. But I think the next the next iteration of that is like sort of good athletes, but just six-three, six-four. Mm. So Sitsipas fits there. Uh, Medvedev slightly taller, but Dimitrov Dimitrov was there, but <laughs> he has he has other issues. <laughs> um, can you can you comment on uh, on? where Dimitrov's head might be and what's at stake here. Is he, I mean, everyone, everyone is saying he had this comeback at the U S open. I think we, we, we agree. That wasn't a, a comeback. That was a bit of a, uh, serendipitous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's very serendipitous. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Dimitrov. Um, I mean, we did a two part episode on him. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm optimistic. I, I, I think I think that was uh, that was the um, the dark days of cheeky volley podcast. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's, dedicating it's our, a whole episode to uh, Dimitrov. Our, our best episode is our uh, uh, Sebastian. Actually, has mentioned that his favorite episode was the Dimitrov Part Two episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know Dimitrov. Um, I think it's a strong shot. 
that he gets if if Shapovalov and him play. Actually, Shapovalov second round could play Yannick Sinner, who's been mm, Yannick Sinner. Yeah, yeah, that that's um, that's also a potential dark horse semifinalist type of uh, profile. Super young player that when I think of the next gen of the last three years, he seems to have this level of maturity that mm-hmm. I'm not sure any of the other players had even maybe more than Zverev in 2016, 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I Felix, Felix, Felix is in a similar mode. Like uh, Felix, Felix was team. He's, he's got an interesting draw against one of the biggest characters on tour. Ernest Gulbis. who came through from qualifying. Yeah. So uh, just, like, if people don't know about this guy, his dad is one of the richest men in Latvia. It's a billionaire. He's a, he's a he's a billionaire and this guy he's like flies around on helicopters and he he he's not that into tennis but then he suddenly tries it once again and then his mom always tells him to quit because he doesn't need to be playing and then he always tries a couple of months and then there's like he starts getting to form once a year and then everyone's like oh yeah yeah go best go best and then yeah. he, he struggles he he got to the semis of the French Open in 2014 and um, took a set of Novak and then he said after I won I went to the casino and spent 24 hours there. <laughs> What a guy. What a guy. So would you take him over Felix? No, definitely not. <laughs> okay. But it, it'll be interesting, yeah. Um, yeah, the thing, with, the thing with Felix, why I'm, I don't know if there's a clear winner in that match. If I had, if I had to bet, maybe I'd pick Golbis, even though he's a bit of a hothead. Um, Felix had some seriously, some serious serve issues last year. Mm. Um, well, I, think, I think he just he just burned himself out in the first half of the year, and then, and then in the second half was... was, was was injured, stroke tired. So let, let's see what the the break has done for him. I think he's also like just a potential one of the random semifinalists we could we could have. He's he's tweaked his game a little bit. If you look in the first couple of tournaments of the year, his ground strokes, he's made some visible changes. So I, I mean, looks sick. I don't know if that's maybe something to consider and how deep he can go. Yeah. Any any other players that could have breakthroughs? in this tournament based on the draw or just generally maybe they've had momentum in the last year or two and they could, they could come through. Uh, I think, I think we've, we've covered it all. I, I don't see anyone else who's, um, who fits the, the random run to the semis category, although that category can be quite random. Like no one would have predicted like Luca Pui. Yeah. Or, or Kyle Edmund. So it, sometimes it just depends on how the, the draw breaks out. I think Gofan and Basilevsky could do something interesting. They have weird yeah, draws. Yeah, the Zverev quarter um, is like up for grabs the most. Basically, <laughs> if you're ever in Zverev's quarter, you have a chance of, uh, <laughs> you know, getting to the second week of the slam. Yeah. So, so now we we've covered that. So, Sebastian, who do you want to win, and who do you think will win? Well, I'd oh. love for you to 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 win, but I think that's wishful thinking. So, if your, your favorite player is Federer, right? I, yes. So, yes, Federer. Yes, Federer yes, is a very funny case because you often see a lot of people uh, who, even though they'll have a, someone from their nationality, they'll just support Federer over that person. <laughs> so, if, if Federer played Casper Ruud in the final, who are you supporting? I would support uh, Ruud. Oh, Ruud! Oh, yeah. Well, I know I, we we had that exact problem in the French Open third round last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, at the ATP final, uh, I was there with Teresa for the semifinal with Tsitsipas against Federer. So I think my experience is consistently people do support their own yeah, but players. It's, it's a bit, it's a bit, but it's it is, hard, it is hard. a bit, you're a little bit torn. Did, were you there for the French Open? Uh, no, I wasn't. No, I watched that one on television. Okay. I was that there. Was a, uh, yeah. That was a pretty good match. I think in the first or second set, I think Rude had a set point. 
in in the in one of the, I think one of the sets was a tie break. I think he had a set point. So he 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 was playing all right to begin with, and then yeah. he sort of you know lost uh, used all of his good shots, and 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 Federer was just getting started. You know the, the thing with him, and I, I think he's he's such a solid player. But I think like a lot of the the really younger players, he he's a bit of a shot maker. I think sometimes when he plays top players, the the uh, not the most efficient shot selection comes out. Less with him than it is with someone like Shapovalov. But I still think this this is a good tournament for him to to do some damage potentially. Yeah, for sure. So so. You want Casper to win? Who do you who do you think will win? Well, you know, his third round match last year became almost like a national event. It was the first time any really? Norwegian player really? had you know gotten anywhere in a professional mm-hmm. tournament. His father is probably the I think he's still say for for his son the the best Norwegian player of all time. He was ranked at like number five hundred. Um, so it, it's a pretty major achievement uh, considering where he comes from. But but it would it would be fun if he. You know, won a couple of rounds here and and made some way, but um, if Federer won, I'd be I'd be very happy with that. Who do you, who do you think will win? I think Federer's got a fair shot. I think I think I think the draw looks looks pretty good. I think I think the last few tournaments is, is the outcome has been heavily dependent on the draw itself. Like Rafa had mm-hmm. the easiest draw at the U.S. Open. I think Novak had a very good draw at the at Wimbledon. Um, as in, I don't, I don't want to talk about that that match again because it was quite uh, traumatizing. But no, uh, no, carry on, move, move. move. <laughs> had a tougher draw than him. Uh, I think even in the French Open, um, I think Rafa and Timo were sort of quite close last year. Rafa didn't have the best form going in, but his he he managed to uh, like Novak. He he managed to avoid team in the semis. I think if he had team in the semis and then Novak in the final, Novak could have taken that one. So yeah, like Federer, Federer definitely has the best draw out of the. Out of the three big names, um, but let's let's see if he can beat either Novak and or Sitsipas in the semis. And then it's it's still it's still very tough. I think this is the toughest major to win for for, for a long time. Two concluding thoughts on my end. One, you know, amazing thing about Nadal is since he turned pro, right? Every year on tour, he makes a change in his game. Mm. Right, last year there was a noticeable change, playing closer to the baseline, serving bigger. I think this year, one thing I noticed in ATP Cup, I, I think it's true, quicker on the serve motion. It's like even more explosive. And I, think he's, I think he's playing even a little bit closer to the baseline. So I think, it, again, amazing that he's making, I think, a pretty structural change this deep in his career. Yeah. And Joker, right? He looked surreal in ATP Cup. Like, yeah, he, he, he looked very good. Are, 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 we, are we discounting his momentum and how well he played? He's a he's a funny one. I think the Rafa matchup on a hard court is just so good for him that he'll always look good in that matchup. Yeah. Um, I think in sort of other matchups, especially especially Medvedev, when when Medvedev is just um, grinding against him and he's not giving Novak um, the chance to counter punch, which is what what Novak wants to just redirect the ball again and again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think he'll he'll he he would struggle against Medvedev. I think if he played Medvedev, it would go five sets. It would be super close. Um, Federer, like Federer showed at the ATP uh, finals, that if he somehow produces the best, that way he showed at Wimbledon as well. I mean, he was a much better player at Wimbledon final, right? I think Federer could beat him. Uh, Medvedev could beat him. So 
he definitely can win, but it's not like he's un, un, unbeatable like he seemed at the beginning of the Australian Open last year. Do we know what the betting markets are saying about this tournament? I'm curious if uh, if they're incorporating the fires. Is that adding some type of uncertainty <laughs> to this? Or I, I, it would be very hard for them to to price in air quality. <laughs> I just feel like there's this is going to be a weird tournament. I really I have, I don't know why. I I think. As in, yeah, if the, if the air quality is really bad and then the old guys basically struggle to breathe, you could just have some random, right, four, like, yeah, yeah, like Casper just winning and then... <laughs> Curios getting to the final. Yeah, ra- yeah, just random stuff. But so no, who, the betting markets have Novak as a heavy favorite. Like heavy. Heavy, heavy favorite. Who's behind him? Uh, next is Rafa. Then what Medvedev. Have, what's Kyrgios at? Kyrgios is a solid uh, 43 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> so if you put $50 right now on Kyrgios winning the tournament, how much do you get? Uh, you get 2,150. <laughs> All right. So Sebastian, how much are you putting on Kyrgios <laughs> winning the tournament? <laughs> Sebastian, as a, as a, as an investor, how much? Right. Well, you know, that sounds like we should put a little bit of money on it. Maybe a you know, hundred dollars. Yeah. It's a, it's a safe bet, right? Although, although uh, Sebastian thinks Federer's got a great chance. Federer is at 12 and a half. Hey, well, that's right. certainly worth it. So, that's so 100, 100 returns, uh, 12, 1250. So. Yeah, I mean, seriously, Federer has, he has a great shot, right? Um, I, I think I think for sure you can put some money on Federer and then maybe sort of lay it off in the semis. Like, I mean, like, I'm obviously just, biased because I'm wearing the Federer Unicol kit right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the shirt that I, I, I admit that is probably the worst kit, but I've also bought two sets of it. Um, but I think he's got... A brilliant shot of winning this tournament. I yeah, really he's, for, for, for everyone he's wearing, if you, if you want to Google what he's wearing, he's wearing the <laughs> Federer uh, shirt from the French Open 2000 and uh, from French Open last year. And what happened is that I sent everyone a message saying, this is the worst uh, <laughs> hit I've ever seen. And then <laughs> Kabir posts a picture in reply with him and his dad wearing the exact same <laughs> <laughs> uh, Too good. Um, all right, so Asher, as we end this, have you placed any bets? Do you plan on placing any bets? A few um, hours before round one? Uh, no, I, I, I like uh, Kyrgios at 40, 43. Yeah, uh, what, you do 100 pounds? I, I, uh, maybe less. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe 20, maybe 50. 20 quid? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And any, any, uh, anyone else? Any other random player that, you know, second or third round could do some Sitsipas, damage? Sitsipas looks nice at 19.5. Um, what is Warinka at? Ravinka is 90. Yeah, I'm going to... going to get some action on uh, Stan. Yeah, I think he... I think he's going to go deep. I, I see him making the second week. Uh, Dimitrov, uh, 170, which I think is too low. I think it should be more... <laughs> I think it should be 300. So basically... <laughs> <laughs> Dimitrov, 170. Okay, that is... That's interesting. Um, well, one that I like is... Um, where, where did we see it? Uh, hang on. Yannick Sinner, 280. And Rude? Where is Rude? It's not even a market for it. I think he's a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's make the market. Yeah, Rude is a thousand. Okay, thousand. I think Rude definitely ten, ten, a tenner on Rude, right? Yeah, I mean, you might as well put a tenner on Rude getting to the third round. That's a reasonable bet. And Oh, well, yeah, especially if he's playing Sasha in round two, I think... I think we've got to put the house on Rude. <laughs> yeah, I have minimal doubt about that round. Rude, go, Rude as his breakthrough on the tour, beating 
Zadarius second round Shirley. I feel really good about that. Let's see what happens. All right, mate. I think this has been a good one. You've yeah. been to all the all the three other majors, right? I have. But Australian have one is the one that I. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's it's a long way to go, and it's 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 a weird time of the year to be traveling that far. It is. Yeah, I think I'd like to go one year, but uh, I can't see myself taking a twenty-four hour flight. To be honest. Yeah. I, it would be hard to make it a regular thing. Yeah. All right. Adidas has come out with what they claim to be the first laceless tennis shoe. I've seen it. Yeah, I, I, I've seen it. Sitsi Pass. Uh, I saw some video of Sitsi Pass like rocking it. Is he going to wear it? I think so. Well, well, remember what happened at the end of last year is that Sitsi Pass's laces get breaking. Yeah. <laughs> the guy is flying around court. He's putting a lot of stress on his thing, but his laces get So instead of giving just like some stronger laces, Adidas just decided to <laughs> create a, a laceless shoe. Um, I've, I've seen it in, in football or soccer that I follow and, and I play myself, but I, I don't like it at all because uh, I, I like sort of customizing sort of how much lockdown I'm getting. Mm. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to try them like in store or something just to see what they're like. But uh, maybe try the Technifiber frame as well. <laughs> in terms of the concept, not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I think Brett, Brett is our uh, head of uh, technology and uh, procurement. So when he... When he, when we find out where he is, because we yeah we, we still don't know we still don't know where Brett is. Uh, we we think he might be skiing, but we don't know where. And he 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 he'll give a, a play test. Uh, I think on the next the next spot if if we can find him. Yeah. All right, mate. Cheeky volley episode twenty one. All right. All right, mate. Later. See ya.